0: From the Cyber Hub Bunker in Studio, you're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast Practitioner Brief. Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. We've got a packed show this morning. A lot to talk about. So we've got a patch up. Please make sure to subscribe, follow our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. Link is in the show notes to your favorite podcast listening platform. Please make sure to go subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Follow our YouTube channel there as well. The show is currently live at 9 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, my personal LinkedIn, and then our uh, Twitter account at 930. We re-air this episode on Twitch, Facebook, and the uh, CyberHub podcast LinkedIn page as well. So you can catch it anytime you want, even after the fact, by going to our YouTube page, watching the video live, you can do that as well. So let's get this morning show kicked off. Before we do that though, my traditional uh, cup of coffee, my double espresso, whatever you're drinking to power you through this hump day, the first hump day of the new year, coffee cup cheers. Our first story of the day is over 60,000 exchange servers still remain vulnerable to proxy, not shell attacks. The CVE-2022-41082, which was a remote code execution uh, of one of the proxy-not-shell exploits. According to a recent tweet from the Shadow Servers Foundation, which is a non-profit dedicated to improving internet security, nearly 70,000 Microsoft Exchange servers were found to be vulnerable to proxy-not-shell attacks, according to the version information. However, new data published on Monday of this week shows that the number of vulnerable Exchange servers has decreased from 83,946 instances in mid-December to 60,865 detected just on Monday. It's a great decrease, by the way, 20 almost uh, 23,000 servers that have been patched. Still not enough. 60,000 still remain available. It kind of shows you also when people go into f- code freeze and, you know, some of the more critical patching where you need to take systems offline to do it are done. Uh, during the least uh, amount, uh, b- during the times of least impact to the business, but proxy not shell could have significant impact. Waiting is, is, is not necessarily a smart thing to do. Um, Microsoft has released several updates to address the flaws during the November 2022 20, patch Tuesday, even though it wasn't detected until September. Um, so, so, a lot of activity there. Uh, thousands also exposed to proxy shell and proxy logon attacks so those are still out there as well and all of that kind of leads to to the question of you know we want to practice responsible security we want to be able to do but but the basis of responsible security is updating your 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 servers and patching your environments and something as critical as uh proxy not shell and, and 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 all of those uh do require people to get those updated ASAP? So if you're on this list for, for whatever forsaken reason or one of your vendors is, you definitely wanna kind of push that across uh, sooner rather than later. Talk about work from home a lot, talk about smaller businesses. Well, uh, Synology Rout- Routers, which is a Taiwanese uh, networking and storage solution company, has released two different advisories and patches for some critical exploits in their environments the two new critical advisories which were published in late December one of them was internally discovered and it was a vulnerability affecting the uh, Synology VPN plus server which turns routers into an advanced VPN server Tracked the CVE 2022 439 or 31 is an out of bounds right issue in the remote desktop functionality of VPN plus servers it can allow a rem- remote attacker to execute arbitrary commands the second one describes the multiple vulnerabilities affecting the uh, Synology router manager. That's the OS that powers the firm's routers. The flaw can be exploited for arbitrary command execution, denial of service, and reading arbitrary files. A patch is out, and uh, the company is desperately asking its customers to make sure those get updated. If you're an MSP or MSSP who uses these and deploys them in small to mid-sized companies, you want to make sure it gets updated if it's part of your uh, uh, hardware Uh, list you want to make sure you get these updated as soon as humanly possible Uh, qualcomm checks chipsets and the lenovo bios get security updates to fix multiple flaws in kind of our first semi patch tuesday of the year qualcomm released patches to address multiple security flaws in its chipsets some of which could be exploited to cause information disclosure and memory corruption the five vulnerabilities all tracked from cve 2022 40516 to 40520 also impact the lenovo thinkpad x13 laptops prompting the chinese pc maker to issues bios updates to plug the security holes um cve 2022 40516 40517 and 40520 with a cvss score of 8.4 our memory corruption due to stack-based buffer overflow uh, cve 2022 40518 and 40519 are with a cvss score of 6.8 hours information disclosure due to the buffer overread in the core both of those patches are now out and if you are using these devices you want to make sure to get those patched as well here early in the year fortinet can't seem to catch a break and this week they've announced patches for several vulnerabilities across its product portfolio and informed customers of a high severity command injection bug in the 40 adc tracked a cve 2022 3 or CVSS score of 8.6. A security defect was identified in the 40 ADC web interface could lead to arbitrary code execution Improper neutralization of special elements used in an OS command vulnerability and 40 ADS may allow an an authenticated attacker with access to the web GUI to execute unauthorized code or commands through a specially crafted HTTP request. The issue impacts 40 ADS versions 5.4.x, 6.0.x, 6.1.x, 6.2.x, x and it will be addressed in the release of 6.2.4 and 7.0.2. In the advisory, they have also announced patches for multiple high severity command injection flaws in 40 testers, CVE 2022 20, 35845. The bugs are described as improper neutralization of special elements that could lead to arbitrary command execution in the underlying shell. So, you want to make sure you get your 40 net items updated. In other news, the General Electric Chinese insider has been handed a two-year sentence for IP theft. The New York man was sentenced to 24 months behind bars for as part of his uh, conspiracy to steal aviation trade secrets and send them to China. Joe Gang Zhang of New York was convicted of conspiracy to commit economic espionage after a four-week jury trial that ended in March of last year, according to the DOJ zhang worked uh, at ge's power shindakti plant i believe from 2018 to 2000 uh, 2008 to 2018 where he was specializing in engineering turbine sealing technology he was sending top secret ip to chinese companies and universities researching developing and manufacturing parts for turbines it's believed to be part of a more sophisticated cyber espionage campaign designed to help china gain parity with western aerospace firms and help it build the c-919 commercial airliner according to assistant director alan kohler of the fbi counter intel division zeng was a member of the controversial thousand talents program a communist party initiative designed to recruit science and technology experts living abroad to make the country a world leader in the field by 2050 so he's required to pay 7,500 and two years in jail with one year supervised release post imprisonment uh, got off easy um To be honest, Um, pretty easy there. Finally, The Hill over the weekend put out a great story. um, And just a quick shout out here to Matthew, um, Chris. Good morning. And Anthony, good morning to all of y'all. So The Hill put out four cyber concerns looming in the new year. This was put out on Monday. I felt like uh, I wanted to. I've been looking at how to feature it on the show. um, And given today, I felt like this was a great time to bring it in Four concerns that. Um, the Hill sees Washington needing to address this year in cyber. Very interesting. They're talking about critical sectors like finance, energy, and health um, with a, a number of skyrocketing numbers of cyber attacks, cyber attacks have robbed companies in those industries of hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, talking about the colonial pipeline um, and others. Um, so, so that's that's a good thing. Um, and, and they're kind of trying to shore that up. The second one is ransomware attacks. We completely understand and comprehend that. There's the ransomware task force. We talked about that on yesterday's show. Foreign spyware like Pegasus and the NSO Group and others like NSO. By the way, there's dozens of other companies out there that do this. Um, and finally, the labor the labor shortage um, there as well. So those are kind of the four priorities um, that the Hill sees for washington and, and and i support most of those I, I i think the one that's being missed here is deepening that uh private public partnership when it comes to infosac um and how you kind of leverage the isacs and then the different cross organizations to really share information live and not after the fact um again one of one of the things we suffer from is we're we're very rarely proactive. We're almost always reactive. And so how can we kind of flip that script? Um, And and that's something we should be working on as well. That's it for our show today. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the first week of 2023 here on the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Have a hump day midway through almost Friday um, and stay cyber safe.